Welcome back to another episode of Who's on the Lord's Side. Today, I wanted to discuss Adam. Um, Briefly, the the history of Adam. Some interesting things that I've learned. And also tie that into um, one of Israel's greatest kings, which was King David. And some things I learned about that. I also want to share some things that I learned um, about the fall of Satan, according to the Legends of the Jews, Volume One. I think I told you all that I was reading uh, this. I, was, I told you all that I was waiting on the books. Well, child, they're here. Uh, volumes One, Two, Three, and Four. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get through it. Of course, you got to take your time when it comes to God's word. On top of that, as you're reading, it ties into other things. You make notes and so forth. But um, uh, I'm very happy with uh, um, finding this gem. And so I, I'm sharing it with you all. Now, when I want to talk about Adam, before I talk about this uh, King David thing, what do we really know? What do we, what do we really know about Adam? Other than what it was that uh, they tell us in Genesis, which is that it was Adam, and then it was Eve, there was a serpent, and in the garden, things went wrong, eating of the, the the forbidden fruit or the fruit the knowledge of, of, of the tree from the knowledge of good and evil, and from there there was a fall. Okay, and if nothing else, Adam still comes up to this day and jokes as if and Eve as in women is the reason why you know we all suffer to this day. If it wasn't for Adam listening to his wife and Adam and Eve is you know whether you are a believer or not, it comes up. And so, well, what do we really know? What do we, what do we know about Adam and Eve? The truth is really nothing, except for that he was the first person, uh, or not, I would say Eve first, then him. They were the first to fail the test, okay, so to speak. If we had to attribute why you were here, <laughs> you know what I'm but also because of the serpent. But that's not fair, right? Not to, not to, to, to just uh, write somebody off that way. It has to be more to know. So when I started to do my studies... Uh, I want to say 2009, 2009 was when I really uh, did a Bible study class and I started to really read and, you know, cause, cause uh, uh, sister Beecham, okay, Margie, sister Margie Beecham wasn't playing. She was the one from down South, you know, Bible thumper. She was from the, from the sticks and she wasn't playing. And she wanted us, by the time I, I jumped in, she was doing it all over again. The Bible from the beginning, glory be. So she said, we just going to, you just pick up on whatever chapters in Genesis, that we didn't read and catch up from there. And when you was reading out loud, one thing Sister B couldn't tolerate is you all skipping over these hard names. She was, you know, I liked the way I, I learned under her, you know. And, and I know that there were times she kept saying these names is important. And I didn't find out until many years later why. She kept saying, say all these names, but say them out. And we was to say them. I kind of find out later on my stories, uh, studies, you know, Genesis, I think, chapter 10 specifically, don't quote me, but I know there's a chapter in Genesis where it just specifically keeps going down the generations, and Noah's the 10th, and then it keeps talking about this one, but that, this one, this one, but that, and you start to realize that these names later on was the original uh, first nations of the world, if you start to learn later the pieces of the truth, trying to figure out who were these people, who were these people, the Israelites, the, and who were they, who were, the, who were the, all these people of the Bible, of be today, even Esau's children, who would they all be today, you start to realize that Esau's not just a name, it's a line. Moving fast forward, though, books, leaving Bible study years later, books. I found Jubilees. In Jubilees, there's a very detailed description of Adam there, okay? They tell you about uh, his life. They tell you about when he passed away. You know, they made great, great pomp, P-O-M-P. I think it was pretty much it was a, a deep mourning on the earth because he was the first man and he died because he um, 
escape from the children of evil. And that's why he died. So I got a, you got more of appreciation for the first man I did anyway. The book of Jubilees is so beautiful to me uh, that I, you know, shed a tear. So I'm like, well, I used to find more about Moses. I did a whole episode for you all about Moses. Bottom line, I'm saying all this to simply say, here comes Adam again. I'm like, mm, Adam, more about Adam. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. Certainly would always love to know more about him. And it says uh, a lot of things. But there are some things I want to, I want to share first. And I want to talk about the, the war in heaven. <clears throat> first, let's talk about the war in heaven. Uh, and let's talk about the war in heaven. I'm going to read this to you all. This is from, um, again, The Legends of the Jews, volumes one and two. Book one. And this uh, section is called The Angels and the Creation of Man. Uh, I'm going to skip down to where it says... Uh, God was talking amongst the angels, telling him he was going to do the creation of um, man on earth. It says here, the angels were not all of one opinion. The angel of love favored the creation of man because he would be affectionate and loving. But the angel of truth opposed it because he would be full of lies. And while the angel of justice favored it because he would practice justice, the angel of peace opposed it. Because he would be quarrelsome. They're talking about man. To invalidate his protest, God cast the angel of truth down from heaven to the earth. And when the others cried out against such contemptuous treatment of their companion, he said, truth will spring back out of the earth. Now, um, it says the objections of the angels would have been much stronger if they knew the whole truth about man. God had not told them everything, okay? Um, he concealed certain things from them, okay? And he even concealed that there would be reprobates amongst mankind, something God already knew. I guess that the seed would be mixed in, you know? The seed would be defiled. And uh, it said, yet, they, even though they knew half the truth, the angel were nevertheless prompted to keep crying out, What is man? What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? And God replied, The fowl of the air and the fish of the sea, what were they created for? Okay. And then he goes on to say, Of what avail a larder full of appetizing dainties and no guests to enjoy them? In other words, I made the world for somebody to enjoy. I don't need the world. You know, this is exactly what I was saying in the previous episode. We're going back to Adam. We're going back to man. We're going back to the, the God that we serve, our Heavenly Father. That he's a giver and he gives abundantly. He gave an, enti an entire world. But specifically that, that paradise, that Garden of Eden was like nothing else. Probably like one of the best places. You know what I'm saying? Like it might as well have been like glory heaven on earth. You know, even the water that came down, he didn't have to do anything. He didn't have to really till the land. If you, if you read, no, I'm reading this, this is paradise. And I'm going to tell you some shocking things about how long they lasted in Paris. I couldn't believe this. Very short stay. <laughs> but long story short, the God that we serve wants to give us everything that we could ever hope imagine. Not just in this life, but in the next age that's coming. 
And for us to just, you know, the, the ones who, when they're coming to the Lord, they be thinking they're not worthy or, you know, if he can do what he can just do this. You, you know, you would say, he said, I think eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, you know, all the things that, that I can get and get ready to do for you. A whole entire world. And then on top of that, a paradise and then animals that you lame. It, it was very clear that this was laid out for you. There was a design that was planned. Adam represents man or the first man, the father of man, even the mother. But at the same time, for, for, for enjoyment, what would be the point of having all these things is basically what he was saying. The same way I said, I would love a Messiah who, who, under, who understood the assignment, okay, and, and, and completed it flawlessly, okay, flawless victory. What did he give him? Keys to life and death sit right next to me. You, you blah, 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 blah. This is the guy that we serve. So now here you got the angels. All he simply said is, okay, so I want to create man to put in here to enjoy. They said, well, what, what, what is man, though? What is he that you're so mindful of him? Why are you thinking about him? Because angels have free will like we do. I don't need nobody all around him to be like, well, I told you to like what I'm going to do. So do what I say do or else get up off of here. Okay. He didn't have to like it. But you're still going to get up off of here. But he's not going to say get down or lay down or else. That's, that's, not, that's not the case. But you're not with it. Go. So supposedly there was an angel of truth that we, okay, mind you, now we're going to keep on going. So basically he said, uh, and angels could not but keep exclaiming, but to keep ex exclaiming, oh, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Do as is pleasing in thy sight. But for not a few of the angels, it says, um, with their opposition, bore fatal consequences. Now it says, when God summoned the band under the archangel Michael and asked their opinion on the creation of man. Listen, this is God summoning the band under archangel Michael. What is it that you think about the creation of man? They answered scornfully, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? God thereupon stretched forth his little finger and all were consumed by the fire except their chief Michael. And the same fate fell, befell the band under the leadership of Archangel Gabriel. Now, you have archangels, and then they got soldiers under them. Or you would say angels under them. So, Michael got saved, but his, his, his truce under him went down because they said, what? Okay, so we see how they all started to fall. And so, the same fate befell the band under the leadership of Archangel Gabriel. And only Gabriel alone was saved from the destruction. Okay. Then there was an archangel named um, Labiel. Um, who warned his troop, finally, you've seen everything that happened, pretty much. You've seen the, the misfortune that overtook the angels who's, who keep saying, what is man that thou art mindful of him? So he said to them, let us have a care not to do likewise, lest we suffer the same dire punishment. For God will not refrain from doing, you know, what he has planned. Meaning, no matter if we say yes or we say no, <laughs> what's done is done and it's going to happen. Okay. And so <clears throat> when they spoke, Listening to Labiel, it said that the, they said, Lord of the world, it is well that thou hast thought of creating man. Do thou create him accordingly to thy will. And as for us, we will be his attendants and his ministers and reveal unto him our secrets. Thereupon, God changed Labiel's name to Raphael, the rescuer, because his host of angels had been rescued by his sage advice. Now, I want to go back to Adam. That, that's just part one of the, of the, of the, the fall. We're just going to get to, um, I mean, for the third. Christian Adam, 
Why I wanted to talk about Adam real quick is because I found out something very, uh, a lot of things. First of all, Adam was born with age. That's something that people, we, we hear that according to Jewish history, which is according to, uh, once again, this is uh, Jewish and our antiquity, biblical antiquity. This was understood to be what it was at the time. It was nobody that didn't understand this. This is just what they were doing as far as writing it down because it's history. It's only today or in the past, I don't know how many years, the New Age Church have taught people uh, these are forgotten, these are forbidden, or whatever. So please understand this was so people don't understand this. This this is this is it. Adam was born with age. He says he was um came from the Creator, fully and completely developed. He was not like a child, but like a man of twenty years age. They said the dimensions of his body were gigantic, reaching from heaven to earth. Or what amounts to be the same from east to west. Okay, and they said among later generations of men, there were but a few in measure who resembled Adam in his extraordinary size and physical perfections. Now they list Samson, who they say possessed his strength, Saul, his neck, Absalom, his hair, Asahel, his fleetness of foot. Uzziah, his forehead, and Josiah, his nostrils, Zedekiah, his eyes, and Zerubbabel, his voice. They said, history shows that these physical excellencies were no blessings to many of their possessors. They invited ruin to almost all. Because Samson's ordinary, extraordinary strength caused his death, Saul killed himself by cutting his neck with his own sword while speeding swiftly. Ashiel was pierced by Abner's spear, and Absalom was caught up by his hair in an oak. And thus, and thus suspended there met his death. Uzziah was smitten with leprosy on his forehead. The darts that killed Josiah entered through his nostrils. And Zedekiah's eyes were blinded. You see? Deep stuff in connection. So Adam, in a reality, connects even now. Tell when I tell you this stuff gets deep, it's not even funny. But here is what I want to get to. They talk about how beautiful he was. And they also talk about after he ate from the tree that he shrank down to size. And they said that that size, I got to get that number. They said the size he went down to was 100 L's. Child, I looked up 100 L's. It said he shrunk down to be 375 feet. I said, what? Then they said that when I got, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to tell you. But if you want to go on into reading the story, because it's, it's more I want to tell you. I cannot read the entire book here. Um... Then he went on to say that when God came to look for him, he went hiding behind the trees because he knew he was naked. God couldn't, God, he, he, he would be able to hide behind a tree. And when I tell you these trees of today are not trees, these are actually shrubs and stuff like that. Cedar trees and um, things of those nature are close, but not even anywhere near close to what real old world trees used to look like. They were very, 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 very high. Very, very, very tall. What happened to the trees? You know, if you talk about, if you want to look on videos on YouTube, look at um, trees on flat earth. And, and you're going to look and see because it, it, with the understanding is that they were more gigantic. Everything was bigger. And right now, these little these trees that we think are taller than us, in that time would have been nothing but a shrub or a piece of, of, of weeds. <laughs> well, we got to move on. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a quick break, you guys. I'll be right back. All right, y'all, we're back from break. Now, I got to get into this connection to um, with Adam to David. And you know they say that um, Messiah was the second Adam, right? And uh, we know Seth is the one that 
redeemed Abel because Abel from Abel's line was supposed to come, you know, eventually, you know, this is a bloodline. You're reading the story, you're talking about a bloodline. Now it says here in the hour that intervened, again, reading in um, Legends of the Jews, volume one in the section entitled The Ideal Man. It says in the hour that intervened between breathing a soul into the first man and his becoming alive, God revealed the whole history of mankind to him. He showed him each generation and its leaders, each generation and its prophets, each generation and its teachers, each generation and its scholars, each generation and its statesmen, each generation and its judges, each generation and its pious members, each generation. Oh, God, this goes on and on, okay? And then I said that after the days of reckoning, and hours and the measures of all the steps and all were made known unto him. Adam of his own, y'all got to pay attention to this now. Adam of his own free will relinquished 70 of his allotted years. His appointed span was to be 1,000 of the Lord's days. But he saw that only a single minute of life was appointed to the great soul of David. And he made a gift of 70 years to David's soul, reducing his own years to 930. I said, wow. Right, right there. I said, what? This is deep. Adam, 930 years old. David, exactly 70 years old. I looked into this. This is a known Jewish thing. This is in Jew, true Jewish history, Israelite, Hebrew Israelite history. It is a known fact that had David, had Adam not seen it and on his own relinquished 70 years to David's soul, okay? David would have only lived three hours. David would have only lived three hours. I'm going to say it again. David would have only lived three hours. And we already know that David's one of the greatest, the greatest, if not king over Israel, okay? And from his bloodline came who? Those high Seven years came from Adam. I read about Adam. I read about this. I think about all the things that I've ever thought about the man. I, I, I got emotional reading that. I, like I had in the book of Julius when I got emotional reading. You know, we can't we cannot condemn the man. We, this was one, one heck of a man. The same way when I, read, when I got to deeper understanding about Abraham, I said, oh, my gosh. The history, the lost history of Moses in the 40 years. Wow. You know, these kind of things I want like to dive into. Uh, when they said Enoch was a friend with God, and, and he was, but then he was not because God took him up, and then they moved on. What? Who was that? Who else does God call? I don't know. Who walked with God? Abraham was called a friend of God. Two people. When they said Abraham's called a friend of God, I said, well, why don't we know any more about him? Well, where can I find more about him? I want to know more about the person he called friend. That's a big deal. I don't see that anywhere else. That the, the person he loves so much, he said, because of you, I'm going to be, you, I'm going to use you. <laughs> Your seeds. You. Same thing with Enoch. What was so special? How you say somebody walk with God? How you walk with him? I mean, we walk in the word, we walk by faith, we walk by, somebody actually literally walked and it was not because they got to, what does that even mean? So we freedom, we find. But when I read about, the, you know, the more I read about Adam, long story short, I'm just like, wow, what a beautiful, 
such a beautiful, 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 beautiful story. It's very, very sad what happened here. Adam's body was gigantic. That's why they wanted to know was Noah a giant. He was. By the time it was getting down, by the time it was getting down to ten generations, they were still big, but they wasn't as big, and there was still things bigger than them walking around. But Adam did shrink down three hundred seventy-five feet. Yeah, they did say he he reached there, that one to the heavens. Okay. Now what did I want to read after this? Oh, David. Let's just read a little bit about the sweet psalmist. What would we be without the songs of David? You know. And even though David lived for seven years, you see what he went through. They said David is probably the only king that um. We know Saul's terrible, but that, um, I don't know, he just stood out. Let me see. Yeah, David didn't have, like, height or muscle or anything going on with him. You know, when, when God revealed to Samuel that Israel's true king and Saul's replacement would come from the tribe of Judah and the family line of Jesse, you know, and Samuel shows up and he looks at all Jesse's seven sons all of whom were tall and handsome, and, and you know, they said, no, not him. They said, do you have another son? So Jesse goes, and they get the forgotten son of the bunch who's watching his sheep, young David, and we discover he's Israel's true king. And um, he's just just like that with oil poured on his head. <laughs> he's appointed as a real king of Israel. And there's no... There's no ceremonies or nothing. This is probably the most, the humblest way to come into it, you know? And he was a persecuted king, an exalted servant, okay? And when I think about, I don't even know that, I don't even know, because so, 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 we got one person, like I say all the time, when I be talking about the Messiah, like, I'm not saying that people don't know nobody that might have passed for them or died for them, okay? But I'm just saying, I personally don't know nobody yet. That person put their life down for me just so I can have a life or that I can make way back. And then when I think about it, Adam, I'm trying to think if I got, maybe there was somebody that saw my life ahead of time and said, you know what, however many years I have that I don't know, let's give that to, to her soul because something happened, God's going to use that person. I think that's very special and very, very magical. Now, I don't have but a few more minutes. I know there was something. Oh, oh. Child, this thing is good. The fall of man. So sad when you read about it. This is what I wanted to read to y'all too. That how long they was in paradise. They had enjoyed the splendors of paradise, but a brief span of time, but a few hours. It was in the first hour. Now remember, this was the sixth day that he created man. And then the seventh day was rest, right? So it says in the first hour of the sixth day of creation that God conceived the idea of creating man. Um, okay, it was in the first hour of the sixth day of creation that God conceived the idea of creating man. In the second hour, he took counsel with the angels. In the third, he gathered the dust for the body of man. In the fourth, he formed um, Adam. In the fifth, he clothed him with skin. In the sixth, this is ours, in the sixth hour, the solar shape was complete so that it could stand upright. In the seventh, a soul was breathed into it. In the eighth, man was led into paradise. Remember, I told you, the world was one thing. Paradise was another part of it. The best part. In the ninth hour, the divine command prohibiting the fruit of the tree 
in the midst, in the ninth hour, here now, in the ninth hour, the decree went down prohibiting, the, com the command prohibiting the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden. In the tenth, in the tenth hour, he transgressed the command. In the eleventh hour, he was judged. And in the twelfth hour of the day, he was cast out of paradise in atonement for his sin. In other words, Adam and Eve only spent 12 hours in paradise. They went that fast. And I'm sure it wasn't 12 hours like today, but it wasn't, it wasn't even a day. They said to some of the angels limits and they said, dang, not even a day. How fast the serpent came? Huh? How fast? They said this eventful day was uh, the first month of Tishri. Wow. And then we, and then it goes bad after that. First, God knows you'll be a way back with 12 hours. I'm, oh, gosh. Oof. Oof. That's sad. Now, where was that? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Mm -mm. The fig was a, now, the, the problem I have here, because I remember I told y'all that when the fallen man happened, the, um, that Eve, when she, when she, when Eve ate of the thing, she started just giving the fruit to everybody. She gave it to she. <laughs> and we're going to read it. It says right here. Then it says, um, to give due to the weight of the words, the serpent began to shake. This says, this says that not only was a serpent trying to bait her in, but... Um, he began to shake the tree violently to bring down his fruit. Eat. You're not going to take it? Here, I'll shake it down for you. <laughs> Eat it. It's a shame. Yes, yeah, a shame. But this is people today, too. When you see knowledge of good and evil falling, they get, they get the, the, like gods, lowercase g, knowing good from evil, trying to take candy from babies and all kind of uh, laying of traps. Here, he said, eat thereof. And then he ate it. He said, see, I didn't die. You won't die. And then long story short, it just goes on to say that, um... She first ate the outside of the skin of the fruit, and then seeing that death did not fall her, she ate the fruit itself. And then um, when she seen she finished, she saw the angel of death before her. The angel of death was before her, expecting her end to come immediately. Listen to this. Expecting her end to come immediately because the angel of death is there. She resolved to make Adam eat the forbidden fruit too, lest he espouse another wife after her death. It required tears and lamentations on her part to prevail upon Adam to take the baleful the baleful step not yet satisfied she gave the fruit to all other living beings that they too might be subject to death all eight they all they all are mortal with no exception of the bird which i think i told you on a previous episode which ended up being the phoenix who refused the fruit and god ended up um turning him uh, or giving him some kind of, which is supposed to be the phoenix. The male hand is supposed to be the phoenix. So when I thought about even what she did, I said, you know, that's just the original spirit of misery loves company. You know what you did? You know you messed up. You see the angel of death. Instead of taking your company, you know what was funny too? What I read in here, I got to go back, was that when God was confronting Adam and Eve, all they had to say was, yes, we did do it. We was wrong for that. What he was looking for was to say, could they be redeemed in that moment of just simply saying, I messed up, it's true, I did it. Even instead of you know, this one saying, well, she did and she just, 
Why? You know, and then it also says how angry um, Adam was because he was uh, constantly reminding her, we're not supposed to do that. 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 It's a shame. <sighs> then they, they, uh, yeah, 12 hours. It's very sad. Misery loves company, and that's what she did. She went riding around, going around and just, ugh, giving this to everybody. Not, and all of them is looking at the angel of death pop up and say, what the hell's wrong with people? Some people just cannot go down by themselves. Like, why would you even want that? You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even wish that on my own worst enemy. She was more concerned with another wife. And you know, the story here also goes before that. The little thing came up. So maybe she thought, and the other wife wouldn't have been Lilith. She would have been second. Okay. Dang. Yeah, that's all he was looking for. Somebody just have a heart and just just um show that heart. He was he couldn't preserve that. He couldn't preserve that nature. That's not what he was going for. Thank God, like God loved men and older to give a bridge back. What are we? Clearly, he could just snap a finger and put everybody in the furnace. Excuse me, but you know. Lord have mercy. Mm, mm, mm. Yep, I think this is it for now. I got more to read, but I wanted to come on to visit you and just share that, especially about that thing with David. Oh my God. I thought it was really nice. I mean, but then I'm like, if you saw the history of the world, you had to know they was going to fall. Oh, come on. I don't know. The woman. Let me stop. We're going back to exactly what I said. We should not be doing. <laughs> Okay, guys, I think uh, I'm going to Mm -mm -mm. it says God wanted to give Adam the opportunity of repenting of his sin and he would have received divine forgiveness for it. But so far from repenting of it, Adam slandered God and uttered blasphemies against him when God asked him. Has thou eaten out of the tree whereof I have commanded thee, thou shouldest not eat? He did not confess his sin, but excused himself with the words, O Lord of the world, as, as long as I was alone, I did not fall into sin. But as soon as you gave me this woman, you see, this is people logic today. Don't y'all see what that fruit did? I see people today, people be sitting up there. The, 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 gosh, I, I, I feel like this, this spirit is everywhere. Are y'all hearing me? Do y'all not? Are y'all the only people running around here? You, you talking about some? Uh, uh, somebody will say something too. Well, why would why you do that? Well, it's not my fault that this person. That, well, we're not talking about it. Why did you do this? Well, I, I thought that they, take responsibility. People are not taking responsibility before they turn. But why? Why is that my fault? It's your fault because it was your responsibility. <laughs> Well, not really, because if I went over here, and ooh, but you shouldn't have. Nobody wants to take accountability for anything. I am the type of person my entire life, and I try to tell people this now. Sure, we all do wrong, right? But I've always been the type of person, by the time I'm confronting somebody, especially like scripture is telling you to, it says you have the right to go to your brother, your brother, when they're doing wrong. Sometimes by yourself, if they don't listen to you, come in two, it tells you, right? Come in pairs, because sometimes you it's more... um. 
And witnesses are bearing more witnesses, more truth in it. And maybe your brother will hear you out more. But you're supposed to go and confront them. And when you're doing this, it, there's, there, there is going to confront people and bringing something to the table because you want to know the truth. Not necessarily because you already know it's the truth. You already know they stole it from you. You already know they said it about you. You already know, you already know what they did. But now you're trying to bring it up because you're like, this person is my friend. This person, I'm trying to give this person the benefit of the doubt to sit down here with me and talk to me about this thing. Let's work it out because it means a lot to me that we fixed it. But these people don't hear that. They get so caught up in what they did, trying to be defensive, trying to hide, trying to, they don't want to look like this person. They don't want to look like that person. I deal with this every day. I'm, I'm so tired. Sometimes I get drained. I have to read scriptures about the Bible telling me do not argue with a fool because like, they sucking me dry because I'm sitting there trying to uh, rationalize or, or, or help or, 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 or fix the logic of a fool. Growing fools at that, meaning they stuck in a way, fools type of thing. Because you can't take a cop. I don't have time for that. So when you asking them for the truth, I be asking them for the truth, and they just start lying to me. All in the lie is a, it's a lack of respect for the relationship already. You know, if you did it, you did it. It, it really is to me. I, you know, these days, if somebody just be like, fine, it's right, it's true, you call me. Even if they're wrong and they got to suffer consequences of God, it sometimes there's a cleansing there. Do you know what it is? There is a lifting of that. Even to the person that asks you, it's like, I ain't going to lie, because when I, when I asked them, they told me the truth. That, that's a big deal. You might still be that person, but it says a lot. It says a lot about the person that's still like, no, what are you talking about? No, no, you're caught red-handed. So this is not you coming out of the car on camera. with the, Literally, this is not your license plate. So you're doing you know, all the evidence you got. So, no, but how you know it was that day? And that doesn't mean I was doing, oh, God, here we go. This is, this is who you really are. The person that's doing that, this is who you really are. And that's why God could not save them in that state. He cannot. That's not what it was ever supposed to be. Just say, I did wrong, Lord. Fall on your knees. Cry out. Cry out. Lord, forgive me. That's all. I did wrong. Father. You know, that's it. No. Nothing. Had enough to be like, before well, I sinning. The only reason I sinned before I even had anybody in here. I wasn't even thinking about sinning. It wasn't until you gave me this woman. Now I'm in here sinning. <laughs> yeah, they said called blaspheming against God. I'd have, I'd have fell out in the out of it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This what the fruit do? If I just ate the fruit, I'd be like, damn, we messed up all up in here. We This what the fruit do? The fruit got us talking to God like this? Oh, no. That's some bad fruit, honey. That's an, uh, uh, a bad fruit. That's all he was looking for. Okay? Oh, Lord of the world. As long as I was alone, I did not fall into sin. But as soon as this woman came to me, she tempted me and... What was I supposed to do? You, what do you mean? You know, it's the same thing. I know people with self-control. They'd be like, well, I was over here and you know how men are. And I don't care what something is in nature or whatever. We all got self-control. We all can choose to use it and we all can choose not to. But sit there and be like, because, it, no, it ain't everything is because of this and everything ain't because of that. And everything ain't because this how all men's is and we all was all over it. And then this is the time. No, it ain't everything is about that. Some people just using excuses to, to, to carry on and blaspheming everybody else when they're asking them for the truth and respect and try to save their relationships, marriages. No, y'all just want to go out there carrying on. Okay. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. God replied, I gave unto thee, I gave her unto thee as help. And thou art ungrateful when thou accuse her saying she gave me the tree. Okay. And then he got on her too. He said, thou should not have obeyed her, for thou art the head, not she. Okay. It said, as Adam tried to shift blame for his misdeed from himself, so also Eve. She, like her husband, did not confess her transgression and pray for pardon. 
you see, which would have been great. I suppose, like, oh, God, tell you now. I mean, we got the history. Repeat this out, people. Well, this is why we out here now as a family corporately trying to get together and podcast and stuff. This is what we're trying to do now. We are constantly working on building. We come, we slide off. We got to come back again. You know, I lost that page, child, because she going to open her mouth and say, what? I lost the whole page. What kind of foolishness you said now? It says she did not come. She did. Uh, she did not confess her transgression and pray for pardon. Um, granted to her. So, um, gracious God, it is. It just basically it doesn't say what she said. It just says she didn't confess or pray for pardon, which had been granted to her. Gracious as God is. He did not pronounce a doom upon Adam and Eve until they showed themselves stiff-necked. Ooh, it's a stiff-necked people. Mm. Mercy. Lord is merciful always. If you want it, it's right there. It ain't even hard. It's not even hard. Some of you trying to apologize people down here. Confess. They ain't even got a heaven hell to put you in. Mm. Some people out here, be careful and stay awake. That spirit of Eve is out here. They already messed up. They see the spirit of death. Uh, they running around. They're trying to take as many souls as possible because that spirit don't come from God. The spirit come from the devil. If it come from the devil, that means he got snows so he needs to snatch and fast. You have to stay prayed up and you have to stay discerned. Those spirits, is, those two spirits of Adam and Eve is plaguing mankind today. Tell me I'm lying. The one that's running around here talking about, oh, yeah, what are, and the other one that's sitting here talking about, oh my gosh, I'm about to go down, I'm going under, and I'm not, I'm taking everybody with me, crabbing a barrel. Yeah, especially for true Israelite today, crabbing a barrel. I love you guys. Um, stay safe, and I'll see you all next time here on Who's on the Lord's Side. Don't tell me these spirits ain't running rampant in the world. Mm.